0: Hey, everyone, welcome to the Advocates for Direct Democracy podcast on December 25th, 2019. I want to wish everyone that has supported this podcast over the um, couple of years that it's uh, existed. I want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas and thank you for your ongoing support. So I, I want to do this podcast because I want to do a year in review of 2019 and I know it's a little bit early for that, but I figured, you know, uh, the timing would be ideal um, because, it's, it, because it's Christmas and we are close to the end of the year. So I figured, you know, I'd do it now. Now, 2019 has been a, a, a very historical, uh, a historical year in terms of activism and somewhat in certain areas, chaos. It's kind of it's kind of the roadmap of what is going to happen in 2020. Uh, now I'm going to mention some of the countries that uh, have been uh, been rioting, um, but but also been protesting. First, uh, they've been very active uh, because of uh, certain austerity measures that have been um, essentially put on them. So, for instance, uh, we've seen elections in Venezuela. There was a lot of intervening from the United States government because they didn't want... um, They wanted their own puppet in there, Juan Guaido. And Nicolas Maduro is someone that they they don't want to work with. And they were trying their hardest to get him removed. I mean, it got to the point where Nicolas Maduro was actually planning an an evacuation. Um, But essentially the army um, stood up and uh, had Nicolas Maduro's back. Um, So now there is there is also uh, protests happening in Venezuela because of the sanctions that have been put on the people of Venezuela. Now, uh, this is how politics works. Representative democracy is an ugly thing. If they do not agree, if the American elites don't agree with the policies of the democratically elected government of Venezuela, what they do is they punish the people. You know, uh, you read in mainstream news where you hear sanctions are imposed on on Venezuela when when in fact it's not the government that's being affected by it. It's actually the people that are suffering. So we're seeing a lot of protests happening there in Venezuela. Now Bolivia, the same thing happened there. Eva Morales, an indigenous uh, citizen of Bolivia, um, well respected, well loved. He actually turned that country around and made it more prosperous in the recent election. Um, he ran into uh, the imperialists from America, and they wanted him removed, so he voluntarily stepped down and then after had to flee the country um, because of threats from the opposition. Now they put in a right wing uh, religious uh, wing nut um, who now who is a puppet of the of the capitalists in america and now the indigenous people and the people that were strong supporters of Eva Morales are now um, going to the streets and in protesting, and in some cases it's turning into riots. So that could be on the cusp of of civil war. Now, so we also seen some austerity measures happening in Chile, uh, in Peru, in Colombia. Uh, Honduras is an absolute hellhole with the the gangs um, uh, taking over that that country and a lot of the people fleeing. Uh, Other parts of Central America are are having the same issues with drug lords. Uh, Who are uh, friends of the capitalists of America and um, are essentially uh, executing people uh, by you know each and every single day, and that's that's why we're seeing an influx of people leaving those Central American countries. Now, if we go to the Middle East, um, we had we've had problems in Iraq, protesting, protesting in Afghanistan. There was actually even a revolt. uh, some massive protesting happening in iran uh, Sudan is an, uh, is um, in chaos with the continuous bombing from uh Saudi Arabia millions of people are are, are dying uh, probably thousands of people per day are dying in Sudan because of the heavy bombardment from uh, from saudi arabia so that 's going on Algeria uh, is uh, protesting uh i mean uh, The country of Africa, again, is in absolute chaos. A lot of people are trying to uh, leave the despots in Africa to to go to Europe, and of course, they're being caught. And if uh, they're not being used as slaves, then they're being executed. Uh, Libya, the once prosperous country of Libya was the the shining jewel of Africa, is now on the brink of, uh, well, actually, I would have to say that it's it's in civil war. And uh, of course, this is uh, foreign policies Implemented by the American imperialist, and, uh, um, and now the country is uh, uh, basically in civil war. Um, France, over a year now, they've been protesting. Now there's some misnomers about the the French uh, and the Yellow Vest protest, the revolution. Now the it is true that the reason why they're on the streets. Uh, is uh, or one of the reasons why they started the yellow vest revolution is because of the gas tax. Macron wanted to increase uh, the gas tax and of course that just sent the people um, to don on their yellow vests and start protesting and they still are protesting to this day. Now yes it was the gas tax but it wasn't that wasn't the only reason there was a series of problems that were happening since the financial crash of 2008 that led up to this point and the gas tax was essentially the last uh, the last straw now just recently in france uh, it's been roughly a m- maybe a couple of weeks the the big unions uh got together and decided that they were going to um, put on some general strikes and the reason why was is because of the Uh, Pension reforms that Macron wants uh, to implement. Again, more austerity measures. Now, this uh, sent, uh, again, this forced the unions to get together and put on some general strikes. And as of now, they're still striking. Uh, They basically shut down uh, the country of France. Now, the the yellow vest movement, for the most part, is about, it's not just about the gas tax and the pension reform, it is about the RIC and uh, French sovereignty. They no longer want politicians or political parties making the decisions. They want something called the RIC, which is referendums initiated by the citizens. So mainstream news is very deceiving. Um, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna say things that they want you to hear, but that's ne- not necessarily the truth. It, there might be a, um, a kernel of truth to it, but it's they're not really they're not really painting the whole picture. So you' really got to do your research uh, when you watch mainstream news or better yet i don 't even watch it at all i 've stopped watching it a long time ago, and i I turned to more independent news media uh, outlets um, All right, so the common link between all these uh, protests uh, uh, you know not the civil wars um, but more of the protests that are happening in Chile and South America and the Middle East and in France. The main reason is the austerity measures which are causing wealth inequality. Um, things are getting more expensive, and of course, the rate of pay is essentially staying the same so again we 're seeing this gap of between the rich and the poor and it 's getting wider and wider and Of, of course, people uh, have essentially have had enough they don 't want to they, they don 't want to take it anymore and they 're taken to the streets now. <clears throat> you're going to start seeing more countries getting involved in 2020. And I think that the the one country that's going to signify, that's going to basically change things for all the entire world for the better is the United States. Now, the United States are really suffering. Tent cities all over LA, all over the, the, the country, essentially. Again, the wealth inequality, the gap is starting to get wider and wider. Uh, a lot of people in the last federal election didn't even want to vote. Close to 100 million people stopped participating. In the in the state of Utah, there was uh, municipal elections that happened in Salt Lake City. And I think, I mean, this is very important to mention, and I did this in a, in a previous podcast. Uh, the voter turnout was less than 24% of the population of Utah. Yes, that's right. So in a turnout of 24%, essentially... The mayor uh, or the winner can essentially win um, the position of mayor uh, with a 12% victory. So again, uh, again, there was no, uh, nobody stepped to the plate and said that these, uh, these elections were illegitimate. Uh, they decided to basically ignore the public, ignore essentially the 75, over 75% uh, of the uh, people of Utah. They basically ignored them. And they went with whoever voted. So, uh, again, the country of America is really on the cusp of revolution. I mean, things are really heating up. There are more and more grassroots movements happening all over. One in particular that I absolutely support, of course, is Become Ungovernable. Um, And now it's a group of of Americans that are getting together. And there's even a website called becomeungovernable.net. Please go check it out. It's... um, it 's essentially a website to teach people essentially how to uh, disconnect themselves from the current system, and that means um, you know start boycotting the corporations, um, stop voting, um, stop legitimizing the system essentially it 's a great website so we 're starting to see these grassroots movements happening all over uh, the United States now again, direct democracy is is starting to become more and more accepted in America. People are realizing the republic. Has been a, a basically a lie, and there has been talk about uh, you know uh, amongst the conversations on Facebook and other social media platforms about a constitutional, a direct democracy, constitutional direct democracy, where people still have their rights, and again all the major decisions are going to be decided by the people. So this is a conversation that's that's heard more and more amongst America. And they're starting to realize that uh, elections on any level of government is a say, essentially a sham. And I think 2020 is going to be a big year for that where people, uh, where the grassroots are going, to be, are going to start becoming more prominent and it's going to get to the point where things will change for the better. Now, again, the, power, the powers to be will never, or they're going to try to hold on to their power as much as they can. But when you get outnumbered, with such great numbers that uh, uh, that they have in the states in terms of the populations um, sooner or later that that's going to crack and it's going to fall apart and they're going to have to see their power they're really not going to have a choice, especially when the American military is going to basically step up and say yeah we 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 have to support the citizens then it's essentially uh, game over so the talk about the new system is a right one uh, a new system of direct democracy where people start making the decisions on all levels of government. Um, that's the right conversation, that's the right direction, and it's heading It's heading there. Um, we're gonna start seeing that in 2020. Now, I wanna talk about my own country of Canada. The last federal elections, um, we've seen Justin Trudeau win on a slim margin, uh, which, which started a, a separatist movement out west Amongst the provinces of Manitoba, Saskatchewan, Alberta, and British Columbia. Now, I don't have the exact numbers, but there was a Facebook page that started called Wexit, um, and the numbers uh, at at the moment are are probably over three hundred thousand people. Now, you know, if you pool the 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 people, the population of those uh, four provinces. It's probably more than that, but uh, there's probably more people that are not on Facebook that do want a separation. So uh, I guess we'll wait and see what happens in the new year with that. Now, uh, you know, the great uh, premier of Alberta, Mr. Kinney. you know, they, of course, they voted him into power a few years back. And now the people, the same people that actually voted for this guy are starting to realize that he is just another old... Uh, conventional type politician. Uh, he started to show his true colors. And uh, again, I, I hope people realize that voting for these clowns, um, regardless of what party they represent, um, is essentially um, a uh, an exercise in, in um, feudalism. It's essentially futile. Uh, no matter what you know, you know no matter what party you vote for they 're all going to act in the same manner they all um work for the same uh, donor, and that will never change so people are starting to realize that um, it 's actually worth the mention about the federal government the federal elections um, the opposition leader andrew shear he 's the uh, leader of the conservative Party had to step down uh, because uh, he was apparently taking party funds, and he was using that to pay for his uh, his children's uh, education. So he was sending his children to private school, but yet these are the same parties, the same politicians that criticize people or um, enact austerity measures and tell people that they can't have money for education. So again, it's just one big hypocrisy amongst all these, these guys. Uh, they're all the same. They all work for one person Uh, or a set of people that are are basically big money people, elitists, whatever you want to call them. And that's not going to change. And again, that's why people are revolting, you know, all over the world. You're starting to see this happening and more countries will join in in 2020. Um, I just want to, you know, I just want to end off by saying again, thank you for supporting this podcast. Uh, If you can, please share amongst your friends on different social media platforms. Uh, I want to start making a stronger presence in 2020 because I think it's something that is, is I mean it's going to be a a life-changing year 2020. It, it, it's it's going to be a change. We're going to start entering into a new paradigm. Now again where there was a lot of grassroots movement happening in 2019 and even previously where you know working co-ops, direct democracy, uh the Venus project you know, resource-based economy, all these grassroots movements are really starting to get there. They're they're starting to pick up um, and they're starting to be supported more because we know that the current paradigm, the capitalist system, supported by so-called representative and so-called democracy is not working. It's essentially just not working and uh, essentially people have had enough. Um, Look, they're not worried about necessarily now They're more worried about the future generations to come. And not only that, we're also uh, in the process of, you know, um, destroying humanity. We're also destroying the environment and we need to stop that. So I thank uh, all of you for listening. Uh, Again, please support us on uh, YouTube. We have a YouTube channel, um, which which goes by the same name, Advocates for Direct Democracy. Please subscribe, please share, and also please share this podcast if you can. All right, guys, uh, here's to a prosperous and, and very happy new year. Um, let's support those grassroots movement. Let's start moving humanity towards the right direction. And uh, let's start supporting direct democracy. Take care, everybody.